Welcome to The PR Show, the podcast for business leaders and marketers in need of simple strategies to build their brand and ultimately land major media coverage. Here's your host, Kerry L. Watt. Hello and welcome to The PR Show. We are in series two. This is episode six. And today we're talking about how to nail uh, your upcoming media interview. So you've worked really hard securing an interview in the media and now maybe the nerves have kicked in or you're just not really sure what to say. Um, I'm going to share 10 of my favorite top tips that I kind of go through when I am doing media training days with clients and workshops and stuff. So you are going to get all the goods right now. So whether like uh, it's just before you go live or whether you are nervous right now, it's totally natural uh, to, to feel that way, right? Like nerves can kick in at any point after confirming that media interview. Like I said, whether it's now or just before, you know, you're sat in front of a camera. Um, now, I think, you know, you worked really hard to secure that media opportunity. Uh, and it's really easy for that to take your attention rather than the outcome of the interview itself and what it will do for you or your company. Now, the main things um, that I sort of see, the main questions that comes up from company leaders and people who are going to be doing an interview with the media, those that are on my media training days, is usually things like, what the hell am I going to wear? Uh, what if I say the wrong thing? What if I look like a idiot on camera? Um, or what if I don't have the answer? What if I don't know how to answer a question? So it's really easy to get overwhelmed by these things and the thought of appearing in the media, especially if this is new to you. Uh, and worrying about things like what to, what you should wear, um, or that you'll look silly, can kind of take over that excitement that you may have had, you know, for this incredible opportunity. And like I said, you know, what it's going to do for your business as well. Now, devouring training tips for a media interview might seem like something that the celeb should be doing, but in reality, a quick little research sesh on how to conduct yourself and what to focus on really can be the game changer. So I'm going to give you, you know, a really short roundup of how you can smash your interview. Um, so uh, whether it's uh, on TV, on the radio, or it's an informal phone call with a journalist that'll write up the piece later, um, I'm going to share with you my favourite top things to do and to think about. Um, so I'm just going to dive straight into them, basically. So the first one, the really, really important one, is know your key message. So this is the one thing that you want to get across or you know, the whole point of the interview. What do you need to say or share or get across in this interview? It's really easy, uh, unbelievably easy to get consumed in the what not to say in an interview. So a really good mindset shift and a good way to spin that into a more positive light is to focus on what you do want to get across. And you can do that simply by writing down your one key message that you want to be mentioned. And it might there might be a couple of things actually within the story, like two or three things that you want to get across. Maybe there's a statistic or, um, you know, some news, something exciting there. You might have a couple of points, but ideally you want to have one main one um, that you want to get across. 
And like I said, that could be certain fact or news that must be shared, but poten- and potentially that's the whole point of why you're having this interview, right? So each time an interviewer then asks you a question, you can then look for opportunities to stay on topic and bring all of your answers back to that exact key message. Uh, if your interview is over the telephone or a video call, um, basically anywhere where you're not in camera and you know on camera and in person, you can, I mean, this is what I personally do as well and what I share with clients, is you can write your key message on you know a piece of paper in front of you or on a post-it note on your computer, depending on where you're sitting, um, and just keep it right in front of you so you remember what the point of this interview is and what you wanna get across. The second thing is to take a deep breath, right? That sounds a bit odd, but um, right before your media interview, you wanna take time to clear your mind and maybe just breathe deeply, just to sort of cool and calm and ooh Turn your phone off, any devices, step away from your computer and just allow yourself to be present with your thoughts. I find that really beneficial um, and I know lots of business leaders who also will do this as well because it's easy to get caught up in the um, you know the hustle and bustle of an interview and, and getting on camera or uh, sort of, or getting live on a call or something um, but it's really important that you take those few minutes you know if you if you're doing something over video maybe if you just turn your camera off for literally like 10 30 seconds or something just do some deep breathing and just cool and calm so you so when they hit live or when you you know when you start talking, you're calm, your heart isn't racing, your hands aren't shaking, all those kind of things. I have uh, had all of those things happen to me. So I find that massively beneficial before I go on stage and do a talk or before I talk to the media. I always have to have that minute or so literally just (gasps) deep breathing. Thirdly uh, is what to do when you get stuck. So when you are faced with a question that you don't feel is appropriate, Uh, avoid saying things like but that's not what I'm here to talk about or that's not important what is what is important is blah 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 it is possible to move the conversation along to a point that you want to make and then communicate your key message so phrases like um, like this would be really helpful to use and that brings me on to blah 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 your key message or it's the same when Dot, 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 dot. Uh, those kind of phrases are really great ways to go from addressing the topic but, but kind of moving it back to those points and the key message that you wanted to get across in the first place. Even uh, one word additions to your sentence like interestingly la 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 or also all those positive ones will help you get back on track and get back to your key message. And like I said before, if you have that key message in front of you, it's a great reminder as to um, how to stay on track, basically. Number four out of my 10 is to have a few statistics to hand. Now, powerful statistics can be really useful to a journalist as they will then have the appropriate evidence to support mentioning your key messages that you want to get across. Uh, obviously don't share too many statistics because that can create some confusion. So often one or two stats is more than enough. The more figures that are thrown at the person that is interviewing you, the more chance there is for them to be published incorrectly. 
Number five is believe in yourself. You've been chosen for this interview for a reason, right? The media want to talk to you about your news or to hear your opinion on a topic. Whilst it's easier said than done, of course, you know, when faced with a camera staring at you and maybe lots of people, but try try to be relaxed and not to be too nervous. It's amazing how quickly you can feel at ease and more comfortable when you're there with the team looking after you. Believe in what you're saying and your confidence will ensure the viewers or readers believe in you too. Number six, it is okay if you do not know the answer. So don't worry if you get stuck. So whatever you are asked, always tell the truth. Whilst you don't have to divulge, you know, your entire life story and every secret in your business, anything you do say should always be the truth. I'm a big believer in that. Um, You know, lies come and bite you in the bottom, don't they, in the future? Um, And obviously it can damage your reputation as well. So if you don't know the answer to a question that a journalist might ask you, simply say so. Just tell them. Say something like, You'll have to talk to our marketing department for that information as I haven't been involved in that project. You know, something like that. Um, If you're asked about a a fact or a certain statistic that you're unsure of, um, or perhaps you just need a little bit more time to think on a response, then you could say something like, I don't have that figure in front of me, but I'll dig them out and get back to you. Something like that would be ideal, but you have to make sure you then send them what you said you would when you said you would as well. So when you're faced with a question that you don't really uh, want to answer, um, like I said, those are some great examples of what to say. Um, I would advise not saying things like the famous no comment um, response because that can come across uh, that you've been, you know, unwilling to cooperate and you've refused to answer the question or that you indeed have something to hide. So try and say things like, I'm not sure on that one, I'll dig that out and I'll get back to you. Number seven is just to take a minute. Uh, So it's easy to forget a question when those nerves take over as you start to respond. I've been there, my friend, honestly, Um, whether that's a job interview, an interview with the media, or just any kind of, you know, public speaking, talking, it's so easy to lose track of where you're going um, when those nerves are going. So if you need to pause, just stop. It will only take a few seconds for you to gather your thoughts again. And then you can be in a better place to give a more powerful response rather than just, you know, bumbling through it, through things. Uh, number eight. So we're nearly at the end now. Number eight is to speak clearly. I notice how I just, without realising, said that very clear. Speak clearly. Um, Try not to rush through any of your answers while you're in an interview with a journalist. So they might be sat writing notes as well as recording you. Um, So ensure that you speak clearly and slowly enough for them to understand precisely what you have said. So their final write-up of the interview is written correctly or if you're on camera or there's an audio interview, uh, you want to make sure that the the viewers and the listeners can understand you correctly as well. So number nine 
is be aware of leading and hypothetical questions. Now, this is kind of going a little bit in depth into the interview, but I think it's really important one. Um, so a leading question is one where you would be asked something like, uh, isn't it true to say that this has become a huge concern for customers and a disaster for your reputation? You know, that's quite a negative question, isn't it? Um, and it would be easy to use their words in your response. So you could quite easily use those negative words that they've said and respond with, I wouldn't say this is this is a disaster for us, but clearly it has caused problems for our customers. It's quite a negative response, isn't it? So quoting their negative words in your response with the words disaster and huge concern as part of, you know, your answer will not go in your favour particularly well because you're kind of accepting the issues by including them in that response. And they, when they're writing up the piece, they will only quote you um, rather than their question that you answered there. So it will just sound like that is what you've openly said to them instead of it being a response, if that makes sense. Um, so in that particular example, ideally your response would be something like, our safety policies are constantly reviewed and our safety team are currently working hard on this. You know, something like that. It's also best not to get pulled into the hypothetical questions. So this is things that have not happened yet and you do not have to answer these if you don't want to. Now, we see hypothetical questions all the time. If you watch, you know, uh, the Sky News, BBC News channels, you know, you consume a lot of news, um, you will notice these things. Certainly at the moment, we're in the middle of a global pandemic. So you will see um, presenters on telly asking health officials and really important people in the world, you know, what if we get to this number or what if this and what if that? And it's really, really hard for people to answer those questions because A, we don't have a crystal ball and we don't actually know what would happen. And also, if you then give an answer to a hypothetical, you can then be quoted and that can then become a news story in itself with your outrageous, you know, um, prediction for what's going to happen next. So be very wary of those, those hypothetical questions and things that haven't actually happened. Um, because that could be, that could become the, you know, the journalist headline of a new news story, which is all about you, which is completely not what you were talking about with them in the first place. So a good example of a hypothetical question would be, what if, um, so say you're a hotel, uh, the question could be, what if another uh, person at the hotel contracted food poisoning? Or what if someone was to die from the recent outbreak of food poisoning at your hotel? You know, those things haven't actually happened. Um, so you have to word your response in a, in a certain way. So you want to bring in your key message again and phrase your answer with the positive words. For instance, something like this. We pride ourselves on taking health and safety extremely serious. We have investigated the recent incident, confirming it as an accident and will continue to regularly review our safety procedures. Can you tell that I did PR for a lot of hotels and might have actually written, you know, media statements like that in the past? <laughs> um, 
If your interview is in response to a recent incident, so something like I've just suggested with, you know, food poisoning at a, an establishment, um, you'll no doubt will be able to anticipate the journalist's questions and prepare for those in advance as well. So I really hope that's um, uh, helpful about the hypothetical and the leading questions. So number 10, the 10th and final one of my top tips is to now be patient. The interview is done, the journalist has said goodbye, and now it's time to wait until you are published. Now, it's easy to want to see a write-up of this interview before it is published, but unless the journalist has offered to send it to you to check, uh, or there's a, a, a pre something pre-agreed between you both, then it's more than likely you will have to wait until it is in print or published online. Um, now, you want to keep on the journalist's good side by gracefully waiting and not pestering them to review your interview. You never know, they could need you for another story or an expert comment in the future. So it's important to keep them on your side and show how wonderful and easy you are to work with. So those are my top 10 tips on how to nail a media interview. So it's know your key message, take a deep breath before you go live. Um, br when you get stuck, bring everything back to that key message. Maybe have a few statistics to hand if it's relevant. Believe in yourself. It's okay that if you don't know the answer, take a minute if you get, you know, flummoxed and you have no idea what to say and you're nervous just take a minute take a deep breath and wait for you know to give yourself time to to have that powerful response um speak clearly so everyone can understand you be aware of those leading and hypothetical questions and finally just be patient while it's being written up um, and that is basically in a 17 and a half minute nutshell how you can nail your next media interview. Now, if you want more tips on how to actually bag the interview in the first place as well, or maybe get some more media coverage, keep listening to the PR show. I have loads of exciting episodes coming up. I've got some really special guests coming up, people in the media. Um, they're going to share their experiences and their top tips on what uh, makes them feature people basically. Um, so keep an eye on that and head to the website. It's kerrylwatt.co.uk uh, for more articles, freebies, um, online training and everything you could need basically to land your first or next piece of media coverage. And I will see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. You've been listening to The PR Show with Kerry L. Watt. Visit www.risingtide.agency for everything we talked about today, training and more. Tune in next time to get another yes from the press.